You know, um, last week I came to you uh, at, there at the building, but here uh, we're in a different location now. And, and you know, uh, Pastor Jeremiah was earlier and he sang a great song. And right now all of us are living in unprecedented times. It's a unique time in history. Basically, it's historic. Uh, I don't ever remember growing up uh, having uh, the whole country pretty much shut down because of disease or, or uh, fear of infection. But what I realize is this, that God's hand is on every, everything. Just say that to yourself. Say, God's hand is on everything. He knows. He knew uh, this was coming. And you know what? It's also a great time for us um, to uh, look on the Lord. You know, this Sunday, today, is actually Palm Sunday. You know, uh, it's a week before the Lord, uh, as he goes into Jerusalem, he, he's, he is a week before the Passover when he's going to be crucified. And, you know, Resurrection Sunday is next Sunday. And so today we celebrate the triumphant uh, entry of Christ into Jerusalem. You know, the reason that uh, many people call it Palm Sunday is because as he rode into the city of Jerusalem, which means peace, People would lay down their jackets or their cloaks, their, their, uh, their garment. And, and as he was riding on the donkey, um, people would lay down and they would cut down palm branches and lay down. That's, that's the main thing why we call it that. But let's look at the scripture out of Luke uh, chapter 19 uh, of uh, Christ's entry uh, during Palm Sunday. And verse 28 to 43, and I'm not going to read everything, but I want you to go with me to Luke chapter 19, verse 28 through 43. And when he had said this, he went on ahead going to Jerusalem. And it came to pass... When he came near to Bethpage and Bethany at the mountain called Olivet, that he sent two of his disciples, verse 30, saying, Go into the village opposite of you, where as you enter you will find a colt, which is a young donkey, on which no one has ever sat. Loose it and bring it here. And in verse 31 of Luke 19, he says, And if anyone asks you, why are you loosening it? You shall say to him, because the Lord has need. The Lord has need of it. So those who were sent their way and found it just had, as he had said to them. But as they were loosing the colt, the owners of it said to them, why are you loosing the colt? See, Jesus was already prophetic. He, was, he knew that somebody's going to ask his disciples, why are you loosing this young donkey? And in verse 34, they said, and they said, the Lord has need of him. Jump down with me to the uh, verse 41. And the Bible says, uh, it's the same chapter, verse 41. It says, now as he drew near, he saw the city, and wept over it, saying, if, he had, if you had known, even you, especially in this day, the things that make for your peace, but now they are hidden from your eyes. Look at verse 43. For days will come upon you when your enemies will build an embarkment around you, surround you, and close you in on every side. Isn't that a very prophetic word for today. Here, 
Jesus is coming in. And so I'd like for you uh, to uh, listen to this uh, little sermon, a uh, short sermon I have for you today. And I like to call it, The Lord Has a Need. The Lord Has a Need. Heavenly Father, we thank you for this word, for your word is powerful. Your word is everlasting. Heavenly Father, pierce through this video and this screen that touch the hearts of those that are listening. Their ears that may hear what you want them to hear in their mind that they may receive their heart uh, they may receive and their mind to understand as well. Heavenly Father, we bless those that are listening today. May this word uh, become fruitful to them. In the name of Jesus, we pray. You know, it's, it's funny when we think about the Lord, we never think that um, he ever has a need of anything. You know, the Bible says that the Lord neither sleeps uh, and he doesn't slumber. He doesn't get weary. But yet here, Jesus himself is the Christ. He is God. But uh, there are things that uh, he has a desire that he wants, but yet God still has a need. It's an amazing concept if you think about it, that God has a need. The Bible says, well, he says that the Lord has need. Have you ever thought about that? What would God have a need of? What would uh, the king of all glory, the king of kings, the one that was there in the beginning of time, that uh, uh, let there be light and there was light, the one that has no beginning nor end, what would he ever have need of? You know, the uh, God who uh, spoke the words and the fishes swam and the birds did fly and sing and the animals would run upon the ground. You know, this is the God that with the uh, uh, blast of his nostrils, the Bible says that he parted the Red Sea so the children of Israel would walk through. But yet he, the Bible says on Palm Sunday that he was walking through Jerusalem. Before he get there, the Bible says that he had need, he had need of something. You know, brothers and sisters, today you, you said, you know what, why would the Lord have a need? You know, uh, you might be sitting there in your home, you're hearing me, and wherever you are, you say, you know what, I have a need, but what does the Lord have a need of? And as he uh, was riding on this young donkey, you know, you know what the donkey represents, symbolizes? Uh, the donkey represents a humility. It represents humility, but it also represents servant. Hood. That means that uh, when God called for this cult, called for this young donkey, you know, it's, it's very symbolic of you and I, that uh, wherever you are right now, you're listening to me and you said, uh, you know, I, I, want, I feel like there is a need out there, but I don't know what to do. Uh, there are some times that we, we feel uh, almost like insignificant. I imagine this donkey being tied and nobody, the Bible says that nobody even ever used him to ride. He is just sitting there or standing there. And then the disciples of God came and called him out. He said, what, what are you doing? And then the owner said, what are you doing? He says, the Lord has need of him. You know, it, it's funny that uh, in verse 34, the Bible says that the Lord has need of him. Instead of saying the Lord has need of it, he says, no, the Lord. They said the Lord has need of him. Brothers and sisters, right now, the Lord has a need and that need is you. You know that as he was riding on this donkey, it is a symbolic of you and me. You know that we, we are supposed to uh, be people that love God and in humility we submit our life so that the Lord God himself, the King of glory, can ride upon us.
And as he rides upon us, we bring him to the city. And look at what verse uh, uh, 41 says. says, Now as he drew near, he saw the city and wept over it. You know, the, uh, the time that we're living in here, especially uh, in our cities, wherever you are, you might be here uh, in Houston, you might be uh, in Austin, you might be in California, wherever your city is, the Lord here, he looks at Jerusalem, he wept over it. You know, I, I often think about all the people right now in the cities that are without work, that's going through some fears, they are concerned. Did you know that right now, our hearts should be weeping for those that don't know Christ. Our hearts should be weeping for those that might be in fear, they might be anxious, they might be uh, stressed because they don't know where their uh, next paycheck is coming. They don't know how to get their families fed. They don't know that after this happens, are they going to receive their job back? Uh, there's a whole lot of uncertainty. And you know, one of the things about uh, the enemy that we're dealing with, this pandemic, this COVID-19, one of the things is it doesn't matter if you're wealthy, you're famous, or you're poor and you're trying to just get by. It doesn't matter if you're young or old. It doesn't matter if you're, uh, you're fit, you're athletic. It affects everyone. You know that it affects everyone. And so what I want to tell you that as Christ entered close to the city, he wept over it. You know, God has a need today, and that need is for his children to carry him into the city. You know, God has a need today that he needs you and I to be the light to carry him into the city. God has, the Lord has a need today for you and I to humble ourselves and allow him to ride upon our shoulders. It is symbolic of saying, Lord, I'm willing to be used. Lord, uh, uh, other people might think I'm young, like this young cult. Other, you know, I might have never have experience of carrying greatness, but God, I'm ready for you to use me. I'm ready to be carried. You know, it's, it's funny when you, when you think about this cult, it's never had experience of carrying a person. And yet, it was going to carry greatness, the king of glory. Could you imagine that, that you and I, you know, well, some of us, you know, we're, we're not well known. Uh, we're sitting there now. We're very locked up in our homes, isolated. We, we might not have said, God, have you even forgotten me? But God is saying right now that maybe you've never had a chance to be used. Maybe you've never had a chance uh, uh, to do something. God's saying right today that he has need of you. And that he's saying right now that he's going he's gonna to give you an opportunity to carry greatness. Think about that for a minute. That God is allowing us. You know, uh, oftentimes we see that the donkey is a dumb animal, but in reality, it is not. Uh, you know, did you know that the donkey is very loyal? Did you know that the donkey is very patient? And even in the book of Judges, that the Bible says that well, look out for the uh, the judges that that ride on the white donkeys. You know, imagine that. 
uh, that that when uh, Jesus could have chosen any animal, he could have chosen a horse, and and you know a horse if if he was the king of glory and he was uh, he was riding a horse, it represents that he was a conquering king. Because any time a king would come into a city on a horse, it represents he came to conquer, that he's riding with triumph. But Christ Himself said, "No, I'm not coming to you like that. I'm coming to you riding on humility." You know, brothers and sisters, in a time like this, we need to be serving. We need to be praying. We need to get out there and ask those around, what do you need? You know, sometimes we get so busy and, and we, we never check up on people because, oh, we, we will often say, well, they don't want to help. Every time they, they don't want to help or they don't need help. But you know what? That's our own pride saying is because we really don't want to talk. But you never know that you got to break down that barrier and say, you know, Lord, I want to be humble and check on my people. Maybe they don't like it. Maybe they'll tell me, you know what, mind your own business. I don't need any help. But you know what? It's okay to reach out. As the Lord was riding on this donkey, the Bible says that he got close to the city and he began to weep over it. You know, brothers and sisters, those that are watching me, are we weeping over our cities? You know, does it bother you that to know that children out there are not in school? And you know what, maybe, you know, I often think about my children and, and yeah, it, it doesn't bother. I, I have family, you know, it doesn't bother my, my uh, nephews and nieces that don't go to school because you know what, they, they live in a pretty stable environment. But what about those children that are, you know, are in very difficult environments? You know, the only time they ever eat was in school. The only time they ever get any stability in their life is to be at school. And now they're at school and it's easy to say, you know, when you're living okay and things are okay, that easy to say, you know what, stay at home. But many of these people have the worst homes. They can't just stay at home because their home is chaotic. You know, and I really believe that even the time of Christ, that when Jesus walks, uh, came close, riding on humility, riding, that represents you and me, that will we, the Lord has need. You know, like I said, it's, it's hard for us to imagine that the Lord would have need, but you know what? He needs you and he needs me. He needs you and I to carry him into a broken city. You know, he needs you and I. And I, I know right now we, we, we are stuck together. We, we're, you know, everybody's got to be isolated. I realize that. But do you know anyone that might need some help? Do you know anyone that might need some groceries to be brought? Do you know anyone that might need some, some uh, uh, personal items that need to be out there? You know, that as Christ was coming, you know what? He did not walk into the city. He rode on a donkey. You know, it's often said like this, that the only Jesus other pe that people see is the one that we carry to them. You know, we are the light. We are the one that carry Christ. You know, and, and yet every, every time when I read this, I, I, I look at it and I said, God, you wept over the city. You know, you cried because there's people that's hurting. You know what, you, you could have went in there and all, you know, but you know, you chose to come in love. You chose to come 
in humility. Brothers and sisters, I know one thing what the Bible says, that, that God uh, uh, gives grace to those that are humble, that he gives grace to those that are humble. Maybe right now you say, Pastor, I'm hurting. Who can I help? Can, would you allow God to use your life? If there's an opportunity, would you allow God uh, to use you? Even, you know, uh, I, I read somewhere that, you know, if you gave $1, it would give kids six meals. Think about that for a minute. For every dollar, they can maximize it for six meals. You know, uh, there's even people in our neighborhood that are needing help right now just to get out and buy groceries. You know, it, it doesn't take much. But you know what? I want to remind you, the Lord has need. The Lord has need. You know, a lot of us have need right now. But imagine the Lord has need. What does that mean for us to carry him into a broken sea? That's what it says in verse 41. Now, as he drew near, he saw the city and wept over it. And you look at verse 43 of Luke 19. He says, for days will come upon you when your enemies will build embarkment about you and surround you and close you in on every side. Think about our city today and those around. Aren't we closed in? Hasn't the enemy built an embarkment now that we're separated? And, and yet that's what Jesus was weeping for. He was weeping for those. Could you imagine right now, at least we, those that are no Christ. I want to tell you right now, if you're listening to me, you don't know Christ. Christ has need of you. He is the Prince of Peace. He's the King of Glory. No matter where you are, God has need of you. I promise you that God will come into your life and he will give you peace. If you wholeheartedly seek him, he will give you peace. For those that are watching me, you know, even in my, our church family, I want to remind you, don't allow this time just to isolate you, but surround yourself with God. Surround yourself. Stay connected with each other because God has need of you. God has need of you to carry him into the city. You know, it's easy today. It's easy right now just to say, you know what? I give up. We're just, you know, it's crazy. Uh, I, I don't want to stay connected. It's easy for those that are, are, are uh, just shut in, but then there's others that are trying to reach out. Would you reach out to them? You might not be able to touch them, but we have technology. We have phone. We have text. You know, the Lord has need of us as believers, as his children, to humble ourselves and to carry him into the city. It's amazing that even in this time that we can do something to encourage someone else. You know, even in this time that we're being surrounded and closed in by every side, that we have to live within our four walls of our home, that God still says, you know, we still have an opportunity to reach out. And I want to tell you, maybe you're feeling lonely right now. Maybe you're feeling, you know, isolated. I want to tell you that God still has need of you. Would you allow him to use you? Would you allow him, just like uh, he used that donkey, would you allow him to be upon you? You know, and it's a simple prayer. Just say, Lord Jesus, would you pray with me? Lord Jesus, come into my heart. I need peace today. Lord Jesus, if you don't know Christ today, all you have to pray and say, Lord Jesus, I need you today. Take away my fears. Take away my burdens. 
For the Bible says that cast your cares, your burdens upon him, for he cares for you. You know, today is Palm Sunday. And, you know, it always reminds me because when I look out on Palm Sunday, especially here in the, in the States, it's usually the beginning of spring. You know, that, that winter is gone and, and, and you see new things are growing and, and leaf, leaves of trees are coming and you see flowering. And, and you know, especially here in Texas, you know, we, we have uh, pollen and so it, it affects everybody's sinuses and allergies. But it's a reminder that, you know what, that we have a new day, a new season. And would you allow Jesus to do a new season in you this, this moment of time? You know, this time is a great time for us to get in there and say, you know what, God, I need to reprioritize my life. I want to be reminded that in this time, I have a different perspective. Reprioritize. This is a great time for us to grow because Palm Sunday reminds us that there's growth, that, 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 that you know, old things are passed away. Behold, all things become new. Allow this season for us to depend on God. You know, oftentimes we can quote scripture, but then there's a time to quote scripture and then there's a time what we would say that we lean on scripture. Would you lean on scripture today? That the Lord has need of you. The Lord has need of you to spend time. The Lord has need of you to be a light. The Lord has need of you to uh, allow him to build a personal relationship with you and him. You know, I don't know where you are today, but let me pray for you as I end that I want to bless you this Palm Sunday. Heavenly Father, we thank you for those that are listening. Thank you, God, for uh, um, allowing them to uh, hear this sermon. May your word come into their heart. God, bless them. Lord, I know you have need of them. You have a need, God, that you want them to experience your goodness and that you want them to carry your goodness to other people, that you want them to bring this peace that uh, we experience in you to other people as they enter into the city. God, I pray, God, that uh, those that are feeling lonely and fearful and isolated, Lord, that you comfort them. Holy Spirit, comfort their heart. Bless them this Palm Sunday. Lord, this week, speak to them wherever they are. God bless you. May the Lord keep you. May his face shine upon you. May he always give you his grace. Until we meet again, God bless you. Happy Palm Sunday. And next week is resurrection. We call it also, people call it Easter. God bless you. We'll see you next week. Keep the faith. I love you. And I know Jesus loves you even more.